0: Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I am talking to the Emmy-nominated casting director behind Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso, Theo Park. Theo cast all three seasons of Ted Lasso, and she won an Emmy back in 2021. It was nominated again back in 2022, and here we are in 2023 where Ted Lasso is nominated for 21 Emmys. The most of any comedy, from what I understand. I had a great time talking with Theo and I hope you enjoy this interview. I would love to know a little bit more about what you do and how you got into the business because casting is like voodoo to me right now. I don't know that much about how it actually happens.
1: Do you know what? We're all failed actors in a way. There's definitely a sort of a love of performance. Literally, some of us are (laughs) ex-actors. I used to want to be an actor when I was a child but I decided not to go to drama school and I got to film instead. And I did film at university. But that sort of love of performance stayed with me. And I wanted to maybe try casting, but I wasn't quite sure how to get into it. And I became an agent. So I looked after a list of actors. But while I was doing that, I realized I didn't really like it. I didn't feel it was creative enough and wanted to be on the other side. So instead of selling actors, I thought, no, I really do want to by actors. (laughs) And well, I was really lucky with it. Because I used to work as an assistant to this fabulous casting director called Nina Gold. I was really lucky. I just phoned her up. She was like the top casting director in the land. And I happened to be quite friendly with her being an agent. And I phoned her up. I said, if you ever need anyone, let me know. And she said, yes, come work with me on a movie. And I did. And then I became her associate for seven years. And then I set up on my own eight years ago so I haven't been doing it that long but I feel like I've been grafting for a while.
0: (laughs) This is nothing to sneeze at though.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes I suppose so.
0: How do you do what you do? Do you get assignments? Do you like pitch for things? How do you get involved in things and how do you actually do the actual casting?
1: On a show like Ted Lasso, again, I was really lucky because I was suggested to Jason by a casting friend of mine who knows him in Los Angeles, Alison Jones, her name is. He reached out to her and said, if I was casting a show out of London, which I will be, my new show called Ted Lasso, who should I use? She suggested me. We had a phone call and I got the job. But he did meet another couple of casting directors so I was essentially pitching I was just really lucky that I had Alison Jones behind me (laughs) that's how it worked on Ted Lasso
0: so do you read the script or get descriptions of who these folks are and then try to come up with oh you've got this gruff former superstar who now is at the end of his days and you're like Brett Goldstein, that's the perfect question.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> no, so yes, yeah, so they sent me the pilot script and I read it uh, and then that's it. I then speak to Jason and whoever else uh, the creatives and they give me their ideas on what, what exactly it is they're looking for. I come up with my ideas. We then do auditions or come up with lists. For example, on a character like Rebecca, there was an aspiration to maybe cast up, as in cast someone who is known to an international audience. We made some offers to people, direct, straight offers they're called, straight offers. People passed on it. Can you believe it? People passed on that. But then we were able to open the doors and start auditioning people. And that's when Hannah Waddingham walked in. The rest is history. But with the others, all the ensemble around her at the football club and on the team, they were all people who came in for auditions. People who were my ideas. I'm very proud to say, and because they were, because they didn't necessarily have to be famous people, we were just allowed to cast really great local to London people.
0: Who were some of your suggestions?
1: All of them. We started off just bringing in like a handful of very different types because we weren't quite sure how everyone would be together in the tapestry of the world of Richmond AFC. For example, Higgins, Jeremy Swift, we brought in 12 very different people for the role, but Jeremy Swift just totally nailed it. <laughs> and I think it was unanimous. I think the, the note back from the writers were, yes, that's Higgins. <laughs> but that role, we also we originally met Nick Mohammed for that role as well. Who's obviously a little bit younger, but he could still totally be a director of football. And when Swift got Higgins, I was like, we've got to find Mohammed role because he's one of my, he was one of my he is one of my favorite actors. I t- absolutely, totally love him. And uh, luckily, we persuaded him to re-audition for Nate. He didn't want to originally, because he felt that the role was possibly too similar to a role he'd already played in his own show intelligence but we twisted his arm and he came back in and did like an amazing he didn't even come in actually <laughs> he was busy he was- filming intelligence and he said oh look I haven't got any time is it okay if I just do a quick self tape from my green room and he did (laughs) and it was and and he says I've only got time to do one scene it's fine it's fine just do whatever you can do whatever you can so he did a tiny short 30 second scene from the pilot as Nate and totally nailed it it was almost like he did a mic drop and (laughs) got the part so grateful that he said yes to that There's no one else who could have played that part.
0: The chemistry of the people that are on that show is so much of what makes that show great.
1: Yeah, they're all really amazing humans. But I do feel that it all filters down from Jason, who is such an incredible, kind, warm, clever, soulful man and the leader of the ship. And it really does filter through. And there's just a lovely atmosphere around the whole cast and crew. And yeah, we didn't cast any duds. Everyone was just lovely and got on so well. Juno and Hannah, their chemistry was incredible, wasn't it?
0: That was such a surprising relationship that came about during that first season. We are like, really? These two are going to hit it off? I can't imagine that. And then they were just the best to watch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Credit to them. They're both amazing performers.
0: Now you got an Emmy for the first season. Is that right? I did. <laughs> and you now you're nominated for another one?
1: Yes. Yes. Nominated season three. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. In season three, you had so many new additions there with Zaba and then the, the captain of the boat that Rebecca meets. There are so many like little players that would come in the one that was working with Keely at the at her office, Barbara, as well as the her friend that was such a, a not nice person.
1: I'm so glad you mentioned her. She might be my favorite piece of casting in the whole thing. I absolutely love Katie Wicks. Just think she's amazing, and and it's credit to the show that we were able to get someone like Katie Wicks, who's a, quite a big deal in comedy in the UK and busy. She was busy writing, and but she. She auditioned and she wanted to do it. So happy we got her. She's brilliant.
0: What are some of the biggest challenges when it comes to casting? Is it just finding that right mix of people?
1: The challenges got easier as the seasons progressed because people were fans. And people were happy to hear from us and really excited to be auditioning for Ted Lasso and really happy to be putting their hat in the ring and really going the extra mile with their auditions. It was joyous. It was wonderful. So it actually got easier as the seasons progressed. And we got some amazing people to come in. Jodie Balfour auditioned for Jack and she came over and lived away from her family and friends for five months in London just to play Jack. Oh, God, how lucky are we? She's sensational.
0: Yeah. Do you have to take into account the whole thing of casting the right amount of, say, British actors versus American actors and just this whole, like, because isn't there the equity thing as far as there has to be so many British people on a British production?
1: We do have to take that into account. But luckily, we were well over the quota as a UK-based show. We only had the odd person coming over from America, Here and there. It was generally equity UK people. Luckily, we have quite a few more American actors now in London, but also luckily on this show, we had the money to bring in someone like Jodie Balfour or Sam Richardson or Becky Ann Baker, who's totally amazing as Ted's mum. We had a bit more budget to actually bring people in and really nail the casting in that way. Sam Richardson was a mate of the team they wrote that part for Sam Richardson and we were casting season two in the right in the pandemic and they said oh Theo we want Sam Richardson to play the Ghanaian millionaire and I was like yeah but how are we going to get Sam Richardson over from America in a pandemic but he wanted to do it he came over we sat in a hotel room waiting for his COVID tests and all that he did it and then luckily we were able to bring him back for season three and He didn't have to do all that COVID nonsense. What are you working on now? It's a quiet period, Mike, because obviously with the writer's strike and the actor's strike, that has really filtered through to us in the UK because a lot of our bread and butter is American material. So it's quiet, but that's fine because it's summertime. We can have a nice time and we can let these renegotiations do the thing that they need to do. And things will get busier, I'm sure.
0: What's your method as far as keeping track of all the different types of roles that you're casting and all the different types of people that you might have in your mind? Do you have like a portfolio of actors and headshots, and you're like, this is this type of person, this is this type of person.
1: Yeah, I'm quite old school. So I've been doing this for a long time now, I'm like So I've got things like this big folder of all the graduates I've met this year. And <laughs> I I do a lot of note taking and pictures of people I like. And we've got lists saved where, you know, people we've seen along throughout the years and the projects. But we do also rely on recommendations and we've got good relationships with all the agencies in London and now America. And they have people helping us out with recommendations. There's all various ways of ideas coming to life.
0: So are you happy to be now on the other side from where you were before?
1: Oh, what do you mean? Agenting? Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) No disrespect to agents out there. There are some really great, hardworking, lovely people, but it wasn't quite for me. I really like being on the creative side of it. And and I I really like being the creative part of a project and the conception of a project, where you're talking to the producers and directors right at the beginning and helping them forge a theme for that particular project, it's really it's a really exciting area of of filmmaking, TV making.
0: Theo, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with the Emmys, and it was such a pleasure meeting you.
1: Oh, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Lovely to meet you too. Yeah, I might be all that you
0: get Yeah, I guess this might well be it If you slow down for a second, take your time You know what i as if you remember that you're mine And when everybody's telling me I have no time, I prove I'm wrong.
1: An ocean's depths we out of reach For me and
0: you If you're coming I'm for air breathing in You know I'll be there When you first begin And when
1: everybody's Telling us we have no time We'll prove i wrong Again